This is a podcast from the Nordic Center in Shanghai. Located at Fudan University, Nordic Center is a platform for academic collaboration between the five Nordic countries in China, with 25 member universities as of 2016. This podcast will highlight the activities of our members, whether it be research projects, cultural collaborations, or education. In this first episode, we kick off the series with a look at a collaboration between BI Norwegian Business School and Fudan University. Their MBA program is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, and I talked to two of the key people running it. I'm Magnus Joram, program manager of Nordic Center. So I'm here with Professor Wang Xiaozhu from Fudan University's School of Management, and program manager Dan Birke from BI Norwegian Business School. Uh, both of you are instrumental in the uh, BI Fudan MBA program. Uh, Professor Wang as a teacher of finance, and Dan as the manager.、Uh, so thank you both for taking the time to、uh, talk about the program today. It's our first、uh, podcast episode,、uh, and in this series of episodes, we want to highlight our Nordic member universities' activities in China, whether it's research projects or educational collaborations or other kinds of、uh, activities they have here in Shanghai. Uh, so I'm glad you wanted to share your thoughts about、uh, this collaboration, which is celebrating its anniversary this year, 20th anniversary, which I thought is a natural occasion to start with you. Thank you for inviting us.、Mm-hmm. So I'd like to start、uh, just to give the listeners a, a bit of background. Could you tell us a little bit about the the history of the program? I know both of you were not involved from the very beginning, but you've both been involved for years. So. Uh, if you could just tell us a little bit about the development of this、uh, collaboration between Fudan University and、uh, BI Norwegian Business School.、Um, well, I have been、uh, with the program for、uh, the past ten、uh, or eleven years, and、uh, my understanding is the program was started by、uh, just a few BI professors who、uh, took their own initiative. It came to、uh, Shanghai, and、uh, then they started this uh, uh, master level management education.、Um, uh, at the beginning, it was、uh, also sponsored by、uh, the financially by、uh, Norwegian government, I understand.、Um, but in then、uh, about ten years ago, we、uh, started this program, became a master's a MBA program. And、uh, over the years, we have already uh, had uh, uh, how many twenty four classes、mm. uh, this far.、Um, so this is uh, a uh, uh, I would say it's a a very good、uh, example of、uh, Norwegian and Chinese uh, uh, collaboration uh, in academic area.、Um, so this is uh, uh, the history.、Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's quite、um, a lot of. Um, I would say、um, it's quite a lot of a series of coincidental um, um, happenings during、yes. the during the twenty years.、Uh, it started with the president of Sudan、mm. uh, having his education or, or, or some education from from Copenhagen, and he was interested in in the Nordic region. Therefore, starting the, the Nordic Center, and out of the Nordic Center came BI. And started this master of, in the beginning, change, change, change management, management. change management, change management、uh, program, and then as you said, for the last ten years doing the MBA program.、Um, 
And and one key factor is that we have had professors such as Professor Wang here, who has continuously supported the program during the years. Um, there is a very stable academic, um, or, or the faculty of the program has been stable over the years. This has been uh, crucial for for the success of the program. And twenty four classes. How many how many graduates is that? Two thousand, about two thousand. Yeah. So 2,000, 2,200, right. something like this. Maybe you could say a little about the uh, content of the program. What, what sorts of uh, components are there in the, in the classes? And, and uh, what do these graduates, these 2,000 graduates, learn? First of all, this uh. is an MBA program. And the MBA program uh, around the world is uh, pretty much standardized. Uh, we have pretty standard uh, uh, courses uh, such as marketing, finance, organization. And, uh, so these are all standard part. Uh, what, uh, what is uh, uh, less standard or, or, or special about this uh, program, I think, is uh, its uh, Nordic and Chinese component. Mm-hmm. And in one program and we have Nordic MBA programs we have Chinese programs but we have only this one being Nordic and Chinese programs what I mean by that is uh, uh, we um, first most of our students are Chinese students we have uh, it's an English taught program but most of our students are uh, Chinese students we have some Uh, foreign students who are mostly expatriates mm. in Shanghai area. Um, so that is already um, a Chinese part, uh, mm. a very important. And we have faculty from both BI and uh, uh, Fudan. Mm. And we also have uh, 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 faculty uh, from outside uh, teaching a uh, small number of courses. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, When the professors come in, and naturally they will bring what they know about the business in uh, Nordic countries and in China. And the students, when they come in, they bring their own understanding of business working in China. And another thing about the background of our students is most of them work for multinationals. Yes, about yeah. 90%. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so they already, uh, they, can, they, they could be working for American company or German company. Uh, so it, it culturally uh, and business model-wise, uh, I think this is a very diverse uh, uh, group uh, from faculty to students. I think one of the uh, core value that we offer our students is that um, foreigners and, and Chinese can sit for two years in the right. classroom mm-hmm. to discuss different business cases and then we'll learn the different approaches. Right. And that's precisely your slogan. It's the best of uh, both worlds. But how would you describe those uh, different strengths that are Nordic and Chinese? And what is the difference in management style, would you say, uh, from a Nordic uh, company to a Chinese company? Well, uh, I think typically a Chinese company is uh, uh, organization, uh, in terms of organization, Chinese company is more hierarchical. Uh, 
and uh, a, a Norwegian company, a Nordic company, mm-hmm. is more uh, flat and democratic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so uh, that that is already a big uh, uh, difference. Um, the the way uh, people work each other, with each other, get ideas from each other, and uh, motivate each other. I think uh, there are uh, many differences. And sometimes those differences uh, are, uh, can be expressed very explicitly, and more often, I believe, they're subtle. And uh, you, you know it when you experience it. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, the, when we get people, you know, that's the, I think uh, it's the value of this program and also the value of uh, MBA programs in general. That is, we get people together. Uh, in this one room and they're very closely related for an extended period. The the people, the students in our program, also faculty members, they develop this personal relationship and the personal, they understand each other not just as a business partner, they understand this on a personal level. So I think that enriches uh, everybody's uh, experience and it and widens everybody's perspective. Mm, it's absolutely true. And when you you, you talk about the the, the flat and Norwegian yeah. uh, uh, management approach, but if you look at the Chinese, uh, how responsive they are to changes, um, and and how fast it goes in 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 China. I think if you combine that with the transparency in the flat organization in, in Norway, you get features that really foster innovative companies. I think that is what we have to um, provide. The skill set that we need to provide our student with is how to create a company that has an innovative environment. So I think the best of both also um, can, can, can be those four features uh, together and, and yeah. Yeah, and another way, uh, an analogy I, I like to draw is uh, a, a common Chinese belief that the parents from uh, far away can uh, produce the best uh, healthy and uh, more uh, talented babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think in this program we uh, do have uh, uh, parents of distance and uh, uh, our experience already shows and our success already shows that uh, we can indeed contribute a great deal to the business uh, development here. So I was recently at a dinner which was part of your whole you know, full year anniversary program and I talked to uh, some of the graduates from your program and they were all very attracted to uh, the Nordic style of uh, flat management and, and less power distance than typically you see in East Asia. But is there ever a, a clash of cultures and ever um, any kind of, um, you know, uh, expectations that uh, uh, clash between these two cultures in the classroom or, or in the business management uh, outside of the classroom? Well, um, first of all, our uh, students uh, are typically uh, more senior than average MBA students and they have years of working experience. But you're right, and when they come in, they still bring uh, quite different expectations based on their uh, personal experience. 
And as a result, I think uh, the, over the years, especially for Chinese students with Norwegian uh, professors, uh, in the early years of the program, uh, the, it was a little difficult for Chinese students to get used to the requirements and style of Norwegian professors. But over the years, uh, they, uh, they they be, um, became uh, used to it. Then more than that, they uh, really appreciate uh, our uh, Norwegian professors. Uh, over the years, I think uh, uh, many uh, Norwegian professors uh, voted uh, the best professors in the program. Okay. <laughs> so that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, evidence, I believe. But that's that's really interesting because you know in China you talk about generations as being ten years and ten years. So right. if you're born in the seventies, you're a Tiling Ho, or five years, eighties, yeah. or maybe even five years, because China is changing so fast. Mm. So you see these generational differences between people who have actually they're very close in age. So would you say that the graduates you had or the the students you had ten years ago are a different generation of managers than the ones you have currently? Well, I uh, I certainly see the changes and development in our uh, students. I mean, students when they come in. Um, uh, right now, I can say our uh, students uh, are have a better international uh, perspective than students from ten years ago. I would say, and. Um, but the uh, ten years ago, the uh, the students probably were more focused, for better or worse, uh, than uh, <laughs> the students <laughs> today, <laughs> and because uh, the way they were brought up, and uh, so so this uh, the, the, there are differences, there are changes, um, so I think. Uh, most of the time, I, I think uh, are the, they are the changes for uh, better and they reflect, they really reflect the changes of time in China. You also see the, how, what the students are, are asking for from our program. Exactly. Um, now they're interested in, in entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship, how to work with ideas, how to uh, be innovative again. Um, and and uh, and that has changed before. Maybe it was more related to operation management Precise. and supply chain management. Yeah. Yeah. And now we actually combine those two courses to one course to allow for another uh, entrepreneurial course in, in in Shanghai. And of course, that's a reflection of the wider economy. Mm. You know, China is moving away from, or perhaps it's not moving away fast enough from from you know it's. Uh, economic uh, system of the, of the past uh, reform period, 30 years, and now going into more innovative industries in order exactly. to uh, have a different economy where they can uh, go up the value chain. Yeah. So that's something you see in the, in the classroom among the graduates? Yes. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about, if, are there any sectors where, you know, you, all of your, your MBA students are currently working in companies as executives or managers? Are there any sectors that dominate? Healthcare has dominates now. Uh, we saw before, two, three years ago, automotive uh, industry also dominated. Um, but uh, you, what you see is from position-wise, you have gone from operation managers to sales and marketing managers. Um, is, is position-wise. When it comes to... to um, 
um, countries. Uh, we attract most students from, from the US and, and Europe. We have a lot of German companies uh, and some Nordic. But we also see that there is fewer um, expatriates in China. Um, the foreign companies, especially U.S. companies, are are uh, hiring uh, Chinese for top management and sending their expatriates home. Right. Um, so, so that is also what we see. That before we could have a larger extent of, of foreigners in the classroom. Yeah, um, maybe uh, that's also uh, part of the evidence of uh, business education mm. uh, development in China in the past 10, 20 years. Um, U.S. companies, for example, realize the local talents are just as good or even better. Mm. So there is really no not much need to send uh, expatriates, at least for the long term. Yeah. Mm. So actually this October, in connection with our uh, council meeting in the Nordic Center, we're doing a workshop on joint degrees and, and dual degrees, uh, where our members will exchange experiences about how they set up their collaborations. Could you tell me a little bit about, like, technically, how this BI Fudan MBA program is set up? Is it a dual MBA degree, or how, how is it structured exactly? The diploma is issued by BI, and Norwegian Business School, and, and they get a certificate from, from Fudan University. Um, and, and that has been the, the collaboration module all the way. Um, I think... Uh, one one thing is of course how you you legally set up the company and who provides the diploma and who provides the certificate. I think it's much m more important to to understand that the collaboration between the two schools on a more personal level and 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 from day to day operation has to you have to be dedicated uh, both schools as Fudan has been over the twenty years and behind which Business School has been. Um, it, it, it is uh, something that you, you need it requires effort it requires a lot of uh, you have to be attentive to the collaboration uh, because otherwise you will not have a program that benefits for the students because you cannot be able to you know, get the best out of Fudan, you cannot get the best out of, of BI and in this uh, very competitive market you have to um, get get both schools to, to allocate their best resources for the program, which BI and Fudan is that. And you have offices here at the School of Management, mm. so you have a local presence with you, I mean yourself, Dan, uh, taking care of this. Well, we, we, we have five in total employees here yeah. in, in, in Shanghai uh, at Fudan, and, 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 and that is uh, absolutely a necessity. Uh, we also use a lot of uh, effort or um, we also use, or it's important for us that the teams are collaborating. So we will mix them all together. We will not say that Fudan is responsible for this and BI is for, uh, responsible for that. Um, we mix it together and say, okay, uh, let's do marketing together. Let's do sales together. Let's work on the academic content together. Let's develop the, the program together and not divide it, because uh, as, as Professor Wang has noted, you have to bring out the best uh, of the two worlds uh, to get a program that can stand out and be unique. And speaking of standing out and being unique, you just mentioned it, it's a very competitive field. 
the Financial Times recently ranked your program as the number or top. Sorry, the Financial Times recently ranked you as number six globally among part-time MBA programs. Yes. So why did you get this high ranking? What have you Our excellent professors. <laughs> I, I think uh, the, uh, it's, uh, it, it reflects more uh, of uh, students than uh, professors. I believe. Uh, our we can recruit uh, very good students and who can uh, advance very quickly and play a much more important role after their graduation in their companies or in other companies. Uh, so uh, think of the, the, the advancement of our students and how much they can develop during uh, this program. Uh, is the key component of uh, of our ranking. Um, so the of course and other things uh, including faculty, uh, the commitment of faculty is uh, also uh, important. Um, and of course, the larger context in this is the uh, Chinese economy. Most of our students graduate and work in China, and uh, the development of Chinese economy just provided this huge platform for our students. They can find new positions, they can move up very quickly uh, because the economy is developing, more positions are opening and they require new talents. Is, is it true that one parameter for the ranking is how much they earn simply? I mean afterwards the graduates I saw that at least as one of the yes. columns in the in the list in the Financial Times. Yeah. So your program really adds money to uh, their or their earning potential increases. Uh, definitely, we'll see. Um, right now, uh, I think uh, statistically, they, they see three years after the, the graduated from our MBA program, they see about an eighty percent increase um, in income. Um, I. What Professor Wang is, is, is noting or saying is, is totally correct. But to get talents that, or, or to get people that um, having a career or, 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 or having the career that we see our students have, you need to recruit those potential, or has those, you need to recruit those who have the potential. Right. Yeah. And when we see why uh, students are, are picking different programs, it's because of the quality of the program. And it's, it is measured by the quality of the professors. Um, and, and because there are... Mm, and how much the, our graduates develop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, as I mentioned uh, at the beginning of this uh, conversation, this is your 20th anniversary. And I know you have uh, a string of events planned throughout the year. Could you tell us a little bit about what's in store for, for this year? We started off by um, a celebratory dinner uh, in March. Uh, we will have an event uh, in September, uh, which we call the Nordic Business Forum. We gathered the Nordic companies in Shanghai uh, for a, a forum about business development and, and, uh, in China. Um, and um, in Norway, we will also have an event uh, to mark uh, the uh, anniversary there as well. Um, we will also, in between of those two dates, have um, a Salmon Day here. Uh, sure. We will try to set up. Uh, we will set up an um, exhibition at the school that introduces a little bit of Norway, a little bit about Norwegian industry, and a little bit about the program. 
So with different kinds of events, but it will be a combination between um, the academic and also the cultural part. And you're able to get salmon into China from, from Norway these days. Is, yeah. that, is that the case? Well, we will get salmon. If it's Norwegian, we, we <laughs> not say for sure. <laughs> the Finnish, Finnish salmon for the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Or some Scottish. Right. Yeah, I mean, the 20 years is really a long time for most of those uh, uh, collaborative programs. Um, I think uh, this is uh, worth celebrating. Yeah. Uh, I still remember uh, five years ago, we had a pretty big 15-year uh, celebration. Uh, at the time, I uh, gave a toast at the dinner, and I said, uh, 15 years ago, it was a gift from Norway to China because they sent professors, they gave financial support, and now the program is already a success. And so what we are going to do in the next 15 years is to make this a gift to the world because we are going to continue to develop more and better business talents and who will manage companies, not just for China, but for many foreign companies, international companies, and to make this whole economic development beyond China and all over the world. Well, that's a good way to close this conversation with a look to the future. So again, thank you so much for sharing your experiences with the Nordic Center Network. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.